It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I am Tony Serino alongside Christopher Carter, and this is your daily dose of all things Steelers. Today on the show, we are recapping the Friday Night Lights practice. It was a bounce back day for Josh Dobbs, and we got another look at backs on backers. This time it was Devin Bush versus Benny Snell, the main event of the practice. Welcome to the show. You can find more of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the new Himalaya app, wherever you find podcast search locked on Steelers hit that subscribe button make sure to get your daily dose you can follow us on Twitter at lo Steelers you can find us on Facebook search locked on Steelers hit like on the Facebook page but make sure you also join the Facebook group you can also find us on Instagram at locked on Steelers Hey, before we get started, I want to apologize if you can hear the fireworks in the background. We recorded this right after practice ended, and so the fireworks start going off as we're recording. Uh, I try to clean the audio up as best I can, but if you hear that in the background, my apologies. And another thing I want to mention about today's podcast, I refer to Deontay Johnson as being very limited in the practice and potentially the Steelers holding him out. Uh, he actually was injured during practice. Deontay Johnson suffered a hip injury during practice, and Vince Williams suffered a hamstring injury. Tomlin saying after practice that he hopes both guys are day-to-day. All right, let's get on with the show. All right, Chris, Friday Night Lights is done. How you doing? Doing great, man. A little wet out here because it was damp. But <laughs> it, was, it rained to start, yeah. and then as soon as the Steelers got to camp, yeah, the, cleared, rain, the, the cleared. rain cleared up. Just a, I mean, that's a metaphor or something. Well, the Steelers control the weather, I think. I think that's what <laughs> that's, we learned. Oh, God. No, we got conspiracy <laughs> yeah, theories, yeah, that's, right. that's right. All right, so I, I usually start here with the injuries and the days off. Too many days off to count today. Uh, I know TJ Watt was still nursing the hamstring. Sean Davis still nursing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a finger injury for him. Um, but uh, I mean, there were just uh, there were a bunch of guys were out. Ben Ben didn't practice today. Yeah. Hayden really didn't practice at all. Juju sat out. Connor I think did a little bit in eleven on eleven, yeah. but not much else. But also you have to think about on top of certain vets we're going to have today off anyways. As soon as that rain hit, they're like, we're not putting our field our guys on a high school field just to just for them to slip and then tear an ACL and then and then lose a guy because of something silly. They were just like, you know what? We're going to put these guys in, see how they do. Um and I mean, I thought I thought it was a decent practice, but Yeah, it was a good practice. Yeah, but it, it's it's tough when you get when you get into these 11 on 11s and you're looking for Ben Roethlisberger and how things are flowing and also that's that's that helps you judge the defense better because then you're, you know, the defense is actually getting some real starting work. Right. And and in this practice it was much more about guys like Josh Dobbs and Mason Rudolph getting extended looks, getting looks at, you know, Tevin Jones got a lot of looks with the ones. One thing I, I noticed today, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I didn't see Deontay Johnson out there at all. Um, yeah, he didn't do, do nearly as much as he normally does. I saw him out there like on, on occasion, but yeah, he was, uh, was he in 11? Cause I didn't see him on 11 on 11. At, he, he rotated in a couple plays. Okay. They, they threw it once or twice, but yeah, he wasn't out there as much. Um, it was, was interesting. I noticed, yeah. I noticed Washington was getting a little more reps than he was. And were they saving Deontay Johnson because they have big plans for him, don't want to have him get any injury in that rain, mm-hmm. um, was the thought that, you know, that I had today. But, um, all right, let's start with seven shots. Uh, seven shots was jo- uh, Josh Dobbs started. First play, fl- uh, flush from the pocket, finds James Conner in the end zone for a touchdown. Vince Williams was trailing in coverage on that one. Second play, um, Dobbs took one step back and then kind of a little QB sneak up the middle. Uh, fun little play for Dobbs there. Third mm-hmm. play. 
they gave they ruled it a sack. This is the first time I've ever, yeah. I, I I usually I mean, it was it was dead. Yeah. Like, it was at the point like there's normal scrambling around, and then it was like all right, that that this is done. Guys. Yeah, that that play was over and done with. I think it was Vince Williams and Oladini. Yeah, uh, with the pressure on that one, uh, and then Dobbs' final rep. It was. Uh, Tipped and intercepted by Devin Bush. Devin Bush. Well, I mean, it's a theme in seven shots, yeah. right? Um, and Alulu a, a was was read, just read the seam and just put his hand up, batted the ball in the air, and Bush just made a nice little one handed grab and kept going. Um, I thought that was pretty solid. Um, so that, that was a, it was a, it was a good. Oh, that was good. But then, so I mean, Dobbs two two of four um, on 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 the day. Not bad when it not comes bad. Yeah, to con- to convert converting. Yeah. Oh, the fireworks, fireworks just started. Oh, yeah. yeah. The belly fireworks. I thought we were being shot at. <laughs> Tony, I was about to bail out of no, your you car did, you, so yeah. fast. We're yeah. <laughs> Live from Hot Dog Steelers. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways. Yeah. Um, the next play, let's see. Oh, the, so Mason comes in. Uh, he hits uh, Ralph Webb in the flat for an easy touchdown. Hopefully, this doesn't sound bad when we're on the recording, but whatever. Um, hits Webb in the flat for an easy touchdown. Then he hits Switzer in the flat for another easy touchdown. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think Tomlin at that point said, it, did you hear this? I was up in the stands. So I think I heard Tomlin say something like, we're going to cover the flat today defense. Yeah, yeah he did say that. Yep. So, something like yeah. that. Yeah, he was a little frustrated with the defense. Um, and then the yeah, last time it was open. Well, the first time it was it was wide open with Webb. The second time, Switzer motioned over. And it was funny. I was, sit- I was standing next to Joe Lofton and he was like this is going to Switz and it was because Ryan Brian Allen didn't get over faster enough on the motion and that's mm-hmm. why, he, why he had a step yep um, the last play Rudolph flushed from the pocket I, he kept his eyes downfield found Tevin Jones in the back of the end zone mm-hmm. for another touchdown now this is one it was, it was flagged for illegal touching because Tevin these Jones refs. Yeah. These, refs, these refs today I'm all, I said the season hasn't even started. I'm already frustrated by the officiating. But I mean, it was a, it was a, he came out he came, he went out of bounds on his and own volition and came back in. Yeah, you can't be the first to touch the ball. So um, what did that finish up today with the uh, the was it what, offense four offense four three four three okay yeah and I, I thought you know both quarterbacks um, looked good out, out there uh, Rudolph I was impressed in that last rep I know Tevin Jones went out of bounds but I was impressed with him keeping yeah. his eyes downfield oh, yeah. you know staying composed on that rep and and finding an open receiver for the touchdown all right but let's get to the main event today. Let's get to the main event. Backs, backs on, on back, back. backs on backers V two. It had returned, and I think it, we'll get it a little bit again on Sunday at Heinz Field too. Okay, good because um, so, I, I can't get enough of this. I mean, it's the best drill every year. Uh, you know, down on uh, Morning Java one time said, you know, it's it should be illegal. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the best drill in the world. Yeah, this and, is, and, and it's also not that dangerous. They're hitting with their their shoulders and their hands more than their heads. This is not the Oklahoma drill. Some people compare this to the Oklahoma drill. The Oklahoma drill, this is not right. Yeah, you know, this, this is, is this is this isn't that. Way less violent. Um, the first thing that happens is Jalen, uh, Jalen Samuels yeah. and Vince Williams. And, I mean, Tomlin called it out. He said, "He said three eight, you getting nine eight, and, and it was it was on." Uh, Vince comes out real strong. Yeah. Samuels didn't look bad, but he just looked over overmatched. Yeah, he was overmatched by Vince Williams. The main, I mean, you know, main event was backs on backers. The main event of backs on backers was, I think, the next rap, which Snell was Snell versus Snell Bush. versus Bush. And we saw this, I don't know, nine times. I mean, Tomlin kept calling him back out, yeah. but the first one. I mean, I mean the the first time Bush, Bush does Bush. You know, normally tries to get around you. He he puts on a swim move. He puts a he puts a spin move or a rip move. He just came with a bull rush. We talk about ran, speed to power. Yeah, speed <laughs> to power. He exploded through Benny Snell and put him on his butt. I mean, it was it was bad. And I was like, ooh, and then it drew it drew ooze from the crowd. It did. Um, it was it was insane rep because you didn't see it coming from. I mean, yeah. you know, Devin Bush is not a big guy. Not a big guy. And Benny, Benny Snell, Snell is, is. is known for yeah, and and he went right through him. The second time Snell rebounded and. Uh, and, and was able to, to force it, force Bush around. So yep. that worked out for him. Um, that that did well. And then uh, 
Yeah, what else did I have from you from back? I mean, I know Devin, you know, I, there was a couple other times I think Bush got snout with a nice spin move later on. Yeah, oh man, Bush got him. And that was the thing, it was the spin move, it was how quick his feet were. Yeah. And it was just really good. Um, Ulysses Gilbert lost a rep to Malik Williams. And uh, Tomlin was like, Yuli, you, this is not quick enough. You got to be quicker. Mm-hmm. And, and the next play, he puts on a really nifty move. And it was like, that's what I'm talking about. And this thing, Tomlin, I mean, he knows each of these guys' strengths and weaknesses down to the itty-bitty detail. And he's pushing them to to improve on every rep. That's one of the reasons why he's such a great coach. Yep. Um, uh, I thought Chicolo had a nice couple did. reps there. He did. I think there was one where he was kind of showing off afterwards because oh, he was yeah. so impressed with himself. Yeah. On, I mean, look, I'll, you know, I'll deservedly you, I'll so. Tell you who was showing off? Ola Adini again. I mean, and, uh, yeah. it's that. Did you see the stutter step that he put? On Scotland Scott, Williamson, Scott Williamson, like was, yeah. he just took this really high step. Like that's the kind of stuff you do in basketball before you break down someone with a crossover. And then he just went into his move, and Scott Williamson stood no chance. And and, th- and this is what I, I wrote about Scott Williamson. And for those who don't know, Christian Scotland Williamson, great size, really good athlete. He was a rugby player. He, they brought him over the international player pathway program that the NFL does. He was a rugby player from England, and so you know comes over. And, but, but and this, this is what I try to tell people. You can't just take an athlete and plug him into football and it's going to work. Football is much too complicated. Scott Williamson has the, you know, he has the agility to be a good tight end that blocks. But when it comes down to the footwork of how it, of, of how to be a, be a blocker and be a lineman in that situation, he doesn't have the natural instinct to keep chopping in the right situations mm-hmm. and keep your feet moving. And, and so when as, and as soon as he gets to contact, as soon as his hands engage, his feet stop and that's how he loses. Yeah, I think he's improved year over year. I mean, he was kind of lost last year. Oh, yeah. Um, but this year, you know, he's really improved. I think he is fighting for that third tight end spot. I know Tomlin likes him a lot. They, you know, they may protect him and just keep him on the 53 in that spot. Although, Zach Gentry, I thought, was good today. Zach Gentry did better. Uh, Grimble pancaked Robert Spillane. Oh, was, yeah. You know, and I thought Spillane had a pretty decent he, he drill was, otherwise. Yeah, he was looking really solid. Until Grimble, uh, yeah, until Grimble. I mean, flattened him. He, he just took him up and put him on his back. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's that's a statement block. And Grimble needs more statement blocks. He need, he needs to look better. And I, uh, if they do back on backs on backers at Heinz Field at the Family Fest, um, Grimble needs to show up there. Big Grimble, time. I thought had a, had a. This was no Vance McDonald today. Mm-hmm. So I thought I, I thought Grimble actually looked pretty good today. Yeah, you know, no, in, in place of him. And there's a little bit encouraging because. This is what's going to happen if Vance McDonald gets hurt at any point this season, right? It's going to be Grimble yeah. in the starting role. And so I was encouraged to see, you know, we've talked about, um, we talked about Grimble, you know, not, not having a great camp so far. I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, um, other people that went up, uh, uh, yeah, those are all the notes I really have. Oh, I guess, I guess uh, we should talk about Rosie Nix versus Vince Williams. Oh, I mean, oh that was funny. That yeah. was just, that was done just for fireworks. Cause yeah. like Tomlin doesn't need to see either of them. They're both fine. It was like a WWE drill, the first yeah, one. Yeah, the, so the first one, Vince <laughs> comes in and he gets the best of Nick's. Like he pushes him over and Nick's is going on his back for a pancake, but Nick sort of holds on to him and then flips him over him. Yeah. And Vince goes flying. It was like a judo move. I was really impressed by it. Um, and then the second one, I felt like Nick's, Nick's really like just won outright. Yeah, Nick's won that one outright. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the other fun thing we should talk about is, uh, Tomlin made Ola go up against two tight ends. Oh, so that was the, yeah, that was really, so <laughs> Grimble, so first he calls out Grimble again, Grimble against Ola, and then all of a sudden, Kevin Rader joins joins the line, and like what? And they're like what's going on here? And so they tell. So what they what they say is, oh, he's just he's just the inside guy. Right. Don't worry about him. Right. You have so, to beat him on the edge. Yeah, you have to beat the beat the edge guy. So Ola thinks he's just going up against uh, Grimble and just tries to work around him. As soon as they snap the ball, Raider and Grimble just double team and <laughs> shove him to the ground. And Ryan Chazier, who's who's with the bag, he's like, what the heck was that? <laughs> like he was, like, he's just he's like, that's not fair. And they were and like all, all the linebackers were like, boo. But it was uh, I think that was just them that making fun of. 
of them. That was a fun uh, that was, And then they finished with one more rep of Snell versus Bush, and this was really impressive. Snell's feet got really active early. Bush tried to move. He was ready for it, and he, and he stoned him. Um, Snell winning that one, I think, was a good way to end the thing because Bush has shown more than enough that he's ready to, to, to win in those situations. Snell has to do better. Um, so, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I thought that was, uh, that oh, was a good backs on backers day. Great, great backs on backers. All right, we're going to go to break. We'll come back and we'll talk 11 on 11. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so after Backs on Backers, we got into the 11 on 11 drills. Um, I thought both Dobbs and Rudolph had pretty good days uh, between them. Really, I, this is Josh Dobbs' best oh, yeah, for sure. practice so far. I thought he was accurate, kept yeah. his eyes downfield, used his feet when he needed he to his, yep. to extend plays, mm-hmm. you know, limit the mistakes. This is all the kind of things he you stood, need. stood tall in the pocket. Right. The, all the everything we wanted to see from Dobbs this camp, we saw it tonight. Saw it, and there was there was one in particular pass. It was about thirty yards down the field on the sideline in double coverage. Uh, well, it wasn't really double coverage. The cornerback was just really on Tevin Jones, and it was a back shoulder throw. It was perfect. It had the perfect height so that they, the corners couldn't get to it easily. And Tevin Jones pulled in a heck of a pass. He's having a good camp. Um, but it, it was it was the perfect like a thirty yardish throw. Those type of throws, and Dobbs had a few others with it. Those type of throws are the ones that really remind you, like you know, this is why they they picked him in the fifth round two years ago. Yeah, yeah, Three and, and we 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 talked about this, you know. The, the the quarterback the backup quarterback battle being over it's not over no. this is exactly what I expected Josh Dobbs to do which is to bounce back and and get right back into this battle and um it's not over and it, you know we're we're actually just beginning here only uh what seven eight practices mm-hmm. in but, so far but then when like you said when Rudolph came in he hit he, he was had, sharp he had four plays and he hit all four yeah and the, the there was uh there was some really impressive there was one perfectly timed out route to Washington on the sideline not like they have any experience together or anything um I don't think they played together before yeah hell yeah. <laughs> I have no idea where they would, uh, but uh, and then uh, he threw an underneath pass to Washington that was like the the best read, and Washington was like off to the races. And yeah, I think he, he was he basically went for a touchdown. Yeah, that one. they tried. Yeah. It was Edmonds. Edmonds was trying to chase down yeah. James Washington. This is what this is what's so funny. Is Edmonds had what like four three speed, four yeah. four speed, mm-hmm. right? The James Washington was a, was a high four five guy. Yeah, uh, but James Washington was getting James Washington was yeah was yeah. beating him to the end. Football zone. speed is di- is different it, from it's normal different. Speed. Yep, um, absolutely. But, but yeah, Rudolph looking strong. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. Was, oh, yeah, right. Let's talk. I'll, I'll what, say. What happened? No, with Declan Hodges fell way back down to with, earth. With the, way oh, back down oh, to earth. Was, was it that he fell down or was that it just, they just put him in some, for some more snaps today? He did get a lot of looks today and they were not, yeah. they were not all good. In fact, very few of them were good. Uh, he looked like a fourth string quarterback, but you know, like I, I tweeted this to you. Cause earlier. he is a fourth string quarterback, Tony. <laughs> Listen, I tweeted this earlier. <laughs> Even Joe Montana had had his bad days. That was that was a good tweet. I liked that. <laughs> um, yeah, he had he had a behind a pass that was behind James Washington that uh, Drayvon Askew Henry intercepted. Matt Sunday, our photographer, who's a big WVU guy, was like, "Woo!" Uh, uh, but then uh, 
uh, there was so that uh, he I just really felt that Hodges just sort of it was like a reminder. It's like, hey, you know, in a small sample size against the fourth string defense, you can look good. Yeah. But but and when you're when you're given like 30, 40 snaps, it's going to be a challenge, and that's that's sort of what we saw today. Yeah. Um, I think he had one that was intercepted by the new defensive back Thomas on a one hand. That was so nasty. I was going to get to that in a bit because they did a red zone. So they switched to the red zone drill. Um, Dobbs hits a really nice one that was like a, uh, it was on a, it was on a, on a, it was like a, he's thread the needle. That's the thing I said. It was, it was a bullet right in between two DBs to Washington on a slant. And then, uh, he hit Connor on another one. I mean, he was just on fire. But then, um, but yeah, when, uh, when Hodges came in, he was, you know, he, he was, he missed some open guys and he connected on some other ones. Like he's still, he's still commanding. Like he still has that, the sense of where to go, but his arm and his height just really come into, come yeah. into play. And then he threw that one pass. Uh, the new guy, Derek Thomas, the one that they were placed uh, Eric, uh, Alexander Myers with on the roster, um, he he skied up and pulled in this one-handed grab. I was like, okay, that's one way to get your get your name noticed a yeah. little bit. Um, so that way, that one went well. Um, then Ulysses Gilbert had a really nice pass defense while gu- guarding Switzer over the middle. It was more zone thing. And this is one of my pet peeves when people were like, oh, they're getting linebackers. Oh, the, we didn't actually talk about the linebacker on the wide receiver thing yesterday. Wide receiver zone. Yeah, yeah, we should, we should talk about that because that was a big thing yesterday. I, I wrote a tweet yesterday that said, Juju catches a post, Anthony Ciccolo in coverage. Um, and yeah, people freaked out. Now look, we just talked. That was a zone, it was zone coverage. Edmonds was trying to come over, didn't come over. And, and, and look, part of part of it, you know, there are sometimes when you're unprepared and teams just catch you, and like, and you when you get a linebacker on a receiver and man, and it's not like you know Bobby Wagner. Okay, then that's a problem. But right. a lot of times it's just zone. And when you line up in a zone and a receiver cuts to the middle, that's not bad planning. That's just part of the part of the risk that you're going with with zone. Right. And the other thing we should talk about here is is you know Juju on Chicolo is a slot receiver on an outside linebacker. Yeah. That's the matchup the Steelers want. That's yeah. why that's why they put Juju in the slot. Right. That's, that's yeah. why he's such that's a good receiver the, in that yeah. in that position. The Steelers are going for that offensively right. to make that happen. Right. They're and, going for that mismatch. And, and also I, I would say that, you know, reverse when when they're actually in that situation on their defense, they're probably gonna have Devin Bush doing that. So um, so that, that that's another thing. Yeah, I do want to talk to you about the report that uh, Dale Lally, your, your uh, colleague over at DK Pittsburgh yes, Sports, sir. had on his insider column talking about how Vince Williams may be the odd man out when it comes to uh, the sub-package football the Steelers are going to be playing. Last year, it was Vince Williams in, in nickel and dime. This year, it's going to be Mark Barron and Devin Bush in nickel and dime. And no Vin- Vince Williams will be pretty much relegated to uh, base defense, according to Dale's report. Yeah, and I think, but I think here's the, here's the th- theory behind that is that and Dale has great sources, and he all he always gets good work. But when I'm looking at these guys, you know, I, I like Vince Williams for his effort, but the issue is that he's not he's not a guy that you can rely to cover every down. And Barron is, and Bush is. Now Barron's not great by any means, uh, you know, but he's he's better at, at doing the full time detail there. And he's I, more athletic, right? He's more athletic. But I also say this: Vince Williams, what he brings as a package linebacker and as a special teamer. That's that's intriguing, and the Steelers need more special teamers. They lost a bunch this past year. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, you got LJ Ford, yeah, um, Darius Hayward Bay. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, so they need guys to fill in there, and I think they're they're going to get Vince a little bit more rest on defense so that he can help them in those critical situations. Because people think that that's no big deal, but it is a big deal. Because you know, for example, in the the, the play where Roosevelt Knicks got tackled on the fourth down against the Saints. Anthony Chico, if he holds his block, and I mean, I said this live during the game, the call was there. The perfect call was there. There was only one guy that could beat him, and Anthony Chico just didn't block the guy. Yeah. And, uh, and if, if that was Nick, if that was not Nick's, uh, cause Nick's had the ball, if that was Williams, 
maybe that maybe that's maybe that's a, a huge gain and the Steelers win win that and the, they go on to the playoffs. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, so it'll be it'll be Devin Bush in the dime. According to this report, Devin Bush in the dime. It'll be Barron and Bush in the nickel. The regular starters. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. And then and Vince Williams will play in the base packages. Yeah. Um, and I guess that that would you know mean that you know we talked about who's going to be that sixth defensive back. And whether or not that could be Mark Barron, it mm-hmm. seems like that's going to be Cam Sutton. Yeah. And, and he's having a great camp. Yeah. You know, signs are, po- I mean, if, if this report is completely denied, I trust Dale and his reporting, um, you know, signs are pointing up for the Steelers' dime defense, right? Absolutely. Cam Sutton's having a very good camp, yep. and Devin Bush continues to get his ball, yep. hands on the ball. Yep. Um, so, yeah, signs pointing up. You know, the dime defense was just what the Steelers went into last year wanting to play so much, and, you know, it ended up they just didn't have the personnel with, with Morgan Burnett. This year, mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. They absolutely do. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, any other uh, notes from camp today? Um, well, so the, they, we, we, I took I took us some time to look at the lineman drills. They, they went yeah. back to those big big guy matchups. Uh, Okorafor stays at left tackle, looks really solid. Gets up, goes up against Chicolo, who tries a really quick spin move, and it was red the entire way. Okorafor, I mean, that's his feet are what always are. I've always been excited about. I think that his feet chop well. His, his fundamentals are there. Just need to get a little bit more nasty, and you're starting to see that a little bit more. He looked a little bit more home at left left tackle, despite being a right tackle in college. Um, so that that was very solid. Um, Fred Johnson, guard, number 72, uh, or maybe, se- I forget his number right now. Um, I think you're right on 72. But, uh, I think Zach Banner, I may, uh, I Maybe it's 74. It might be 74 is yeah. Fred Johnson, 72 is Zach Banner. Yeah. Uh, but Fred Johnson immediately gets called out after that by, by Tom, and he's, and he has, uh, he has him go up against a few different guys, and then, uh, he goes up against, um, whatchamadingus, he goes up against Tuitt. And to it at uh, first overpowers him. And then you hear Tomlin say, you got to follow through Fred, you know, and he's talking to it, talking to it. And he starts talking about his feet because what happens with a lot of linemen, they don't chop their feet enough. Mm-hmm. when they get, when you're thinking about being hit, you stop thinking about your feet. And that's what you got to work in so that it's so subconscious that you do it. Then Johnson wins his next rep against to it, which is very impressive for how strong to it is. Um, and then uh, he gets Chicolo and then Hargrave after that. And he did really well. Gerald Hawkins, Rebound day. Um, nice. He had he had some solid reps on the edge. Beat uh, Monroe twice, and he stand and then he stood up to two it, but two it was on the edge, and that's not really two it's strong suit. He's more of an interior rusher. Yeah. Um, but Gerald Hawkins finally showed something in camp. Zach Banner, but here's the thing: Zach Banner also looked good. He went up against uh, Ola Adini and uh, with I mean and beat him, and, and like that was a matchup they were really looking forward to. And uh, I mean Zach Banner continues to fight for a, a big spot there. Um, but I think it was Banner got into uh, a, a tiff with uh, Chicolo. Was it? Um, I think it was Banner. Yeah, I have it written down. Right? Um, I, think. I know Dale tweeted the, yeah, cause, yeah, because we were both we both started to tweet it, and then yeah. I saw Dale, and I was like, "You got that?" And he was like, "Yeah, I got that one." Um, but it was it was Chicolo and Fred Johnson. Fred Johnson. Okay, but but Fred Johnson, yeah, be getting getting nasty in there. But yeah, they they they, they, they it was because a minor scuffle. I mean, it wasn't really a fight. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a fight fight. But yeah. I mean, but like. 
they were talking to each other for quite a long time. Because Chicklo gets up inside of him and starts to drive him, and then Fred sort of throws him down. Because Fred's also twice his size. Uh, Fred Johnson is huge, folks. Like, when you see him, it's like, oh, gosh. Um, but then, like, they sort of stick together, and they got to be separated. And it was it was interesting. Yeah. But nothing, nothing bad. Like, this, and, uh, the Steelers are doing a really good job of avoiding those type of big, big blow-up situations. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked in the past about Mike Tomlin getting on some of these young players, especially in the secondary last year was Marcus Allen. Mm-hmm. Today it was Justin Lane. He really got on Justin Lane a lot in some of the, the later drills. Mm-hmm. I'm watching you out there, that kind of thing. Um, so Tomlin keeping an eye on Lane. I, I didn't, you know, I thought, I think Lane, uh, to me, you know, it was a, uh, I don't want to say a silent day for him, but, um, yeah, I didn't notice him a lot out there, but I did hear Tomlin yelling at him, uh, late in camp. All right. You want to do your player of the day? Player of the day. Yeah, I guess I got a lead today because you led yesterday. Yeah, I did. And I can't, I can't go down Surprise it. Yeah. Surprise her here. Okay. Josh Dobbs. Yeah. I was going to go Josh Dobbs too. I think I, I am going to go Josh Dobbs. I, I think there's no one else to give it to. Yeah, he just, um, he lit it up. He, he did. He, and, and this is a, it's deserved that we're both going to give it to him because he's had a rough camp so far. Yeah. And this was finally the Josh Dobbs that we expected to see a real competition between he and Mason Rudolph. Didn't really make a lot of mistakes today. Nope. Accurate. Kept his, like I said, kept his eyes down the field. Um, a good day for Josh Dobbs. All right, that'll do it for us today. Chris, let people know where they can find your work. As always, you know, you can find me on Twitter at Carter Critiques, where I'm breaking down things there, always posting my articles. To, I'm always happy to talk to fans. If you follow me, I will follow you back. Um, if you send me a question in the DMs, I'll answer that as well. Uh, send me a question uh, via my at. Just yeah, hit me up. I'm always down to, ch- to talk with our fans and listeners. Um, and uh, you guys know I'm the lead NFL analyst for DKPittsburghSports.com, breaking down film there all the time. Got my Carter's Classroom column where I'm always breaking down X's and O's. You can read my work there. If you subscribe to us just for just 99 cents, you'll get a trial month and see what it's like to be a DK Pittsburgh Sports subscriber. And that'll give you access to the, my work with the Steelers as well as Dale Lawley's inside beat work. But you'll also get access to the Pirates, the Penguins, and all the good stuff that we do there covering Pittsburgh sports like nobody else. DKPittsburghSports.com. Check us out. You can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country and the Steelers return to St. Vincent College tomorrow. Chris and I will have the full report right here tomorrow on Locked On Steelers. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.